This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That is drilled to deep center field and going to carry for a home run. Puts it over the wall and straight away center. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar Baseball fans. Welcome inside Miller Park on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as the Cougars open a three-game WCC series with the visiting Portland Pilots. BYU back home after a three-game set in Santa Clara, in which the Cougs won the closer to return to Provo on a positive note. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel, BYU Baseball Operations Director. Tuckett Slade is my broadcast partner, and with first pitch just moments away, let's hear now from BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our pregame interview, presented by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. We talk about uh, taking on a Portland team that had been struggling for runs and results but got both in a big win at 19th-ranked Oregon two nights ago before heading to Provo. Portland's a team that's uh, been improving ever since they, they've got Coach Loomis, our new coach, for the last three or four or five years. And they're a team that just, they play hard. And they've been together now for three or four years, th- these same kids. And you don't go to Oregon and beat Oregon as a number 19 team in the country and do it by luck. I mean, you have to play well. You have to be talented. You have to have confidence. And that's the team we're going to see tonight. And they'll throw a strikeout guy at you. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see um, 89, 91 miles an hour with a, with a good slider. Uh, one thing he'll do tonight is mix. You never know really what pitch is going to come at a certain time. Usually when just an average pitcher, when you get in a, an offensive count, 1-0 count, you know, 2-0 count, one ball, two balls, no strikes, they're gonna, you're going to see fastball. But tonight it's going to be a mix. You'll probably see sliders. You'll probably see a couple change-ups, may see a fastball here and there. So we've got a game plan. Uh, you know, we always want to look fastball. Our team, we want to be ready to hit fastballs and, and adjust. I think the key tonight is to lay off the slider in the dirt. We need to see the slider up, and if the slider's up in the zone, go ahead and take a good swing at it, and if it's out of the zone, and it's all about pitch recognition. In your lineup, you're going to lead off Cole Gamble for the first time this season. Yeah, you know, we're looking at his stats and, and – um, just kind of looking at the analytics of it, and he takes his walks. You know, he he his batting average just doesn't really show. I I think his production. He's he's had a lot of hard contacts, been a little bit unlucky this year, uh, but he can really run the bases, and and uh, he is willing to take his walks. And so we're just trying to move Andrew Pintar down in the lineup a little bit, uh, create some stress uh, for the other team in the middle of our lineup. If we if we happen to get some guys on base, I like Cooper Vest hitting in the two spot. Um, so, yeah, we'll give that a shot tonight and see how it goes. After 35 of 40 games away from home over the last 40, you're back <laughs> home for a bit. It's nice. It, it feels really good, even though, you know, in my mind, I'm looking at the next two weeks. We're at Omaha and at, right, in yes. Spokane, you know, and then, then we're back home. But we have to relish these moments that we get to, to spend at home and in front of our crowd. I wish, uh, you know, our tickets sell out just because of the limited number in, in literally five minutes. And so I know – I know it's going to be a, a, a nice crowd tonight of maybe five, six, seven hundred, and we love playing at home. We just need to, you know, we just need to come out with some confident energy, give Easton um, some run support, and play good defense for him because we know what, what Easton Walker is going to do for us on the mound. All right, Mike. Good luck in this one. We'll talk to you post game. All right, thanks, Greg. 
That is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Time now for tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. We'll start with the visitors, the Portland Pilots, hitting first the left fielder, number four, Jake Holcroft, hitting number two, the right fielder, number 38, Henry Mensch, hitting at third, the shortstop, number two, Chad Stevens, hitting cleanup, number 11, the third baseman, Ben Patasco, hitting fifth, the first baseman, number 17, Sam Brown. In the sixth hole, the second baseman, number 22, Jake Sukata. At center field and hitting seventh, number 14, Briley Knight, hitting eighth. The catcher, number 25, Hunter Montgomery. And the DH, hitting ninth, number five, Ty Sonder. Starting pitcher for the Pilots, number eight, Brett Gillis. For BYU, leading off, we the right fielder, number 22, Cole Gamble. Hitting second, the first baseman, number seven, Cooper Vest. And the third consecutive left-handed bat to open the lineup for Mike Littlewood tonight, number six, Mitch McIntyre hits third. Hitting cleanup, number four, Andrew Pintar. He plays second base. At catcher, hitting fifth, number 17, Joshua Cowden. Hitting sixth and DHing tonight, Austin Deming getting his first start since March 16th. Deming wears number 25. Number five, Hunter Swap is the left fielder hitting seventh. Hitting eighth, number two, Brock Watkins, the shortstop. And the number nine hole is occupied by 23, Peyton Cole, BYU's starting third baseman. On the hill for BYU, number nine, Easton Walker. And he's ready to fire in to the leadoff hitter for Portland, number four, Jake Holcroft. BYU in the white pins at home tonight, and Portland in the gray visiting pinstripes. First batter of the game, we're about to get underway here at Miller Park. Holcroft digs in. Easton Walker kicks and fires, and that's a lace foul down the third baseline. It's 0-1 after our first pitch of the night. Greg Grubel, Tuckett Slade with you as your commentary tandem. Great to have you with us. Game one of a three-game set and a four-game home set when you include Utah in here next Tuesday. That's chopped to short. Handled well, and the fire to first from Watkins to Pintar. Catches Holcroft in time, and one gone here in the top of the first. Yeah, that's a good play there by Brock. Uh, Peyton was trying to cut that off from third base, but just past his reach, and uh, Brock did a good job on the backhand of throwing him out. Yeah, Cole coming across the face of Watkins there. Watkins, good concentration to handle and fire for the first out in the top of the first. Henry Mensch looks at strike one. The umpiring crew tonight, Rob Hansen behind home plate. Joey Stegner at first base and Dennis Smythe at third. That's outside edge, so Easton gets ahead of the number two hitter. 0-2. Home plate umpire tonight uh, ditching the jacket, going with the powder blue short sleeve. Delivery high for ball one. That's a good sign. That means the weather's pretty good, right? (laughs) It wasn't like this last time we called a home game. it was not. So one and two. One gone here in the top of the first. And Mench is punched out. Backwards K with the number two hitter of the day. We'll bring up the shortstop. Number two, Chad Stevens. Yeah, 92 mile an hour fastball right there. Just absolutely painted on the black there for strike three. Good spot there by Easton. So 6-3 ground out to the leadoff hitter. And a caught looking punch out to the number two hitter, Mench. Stevens will step in. Leads the Pilots in slugging percentage, runs, hits, RBI, home runs. He's their man. Two out, none on, top one, and outside for ball one. Easton Walker coming to tonight, one and two, but with a very tidy 1.78 ERA and averaging almost a K per inning pitched. Match chopped to third. Ooh, just not picked up cleanly by Cole. And yeah. the runner will reach it first. Yeah, those are tough. That's a tough air right there. That's a... You know, routine one hopper right there. He let the second one just sneak out of his glove. 
that's a play that he's got to make, and that's a play Easton needs to, to not let that pitch count start to elevate here in the first inning. Peyton Cole's seventh fielding error of the season allows Stevens to reach. So the E5 will bring to bat Ben Patasco as they throw back to first. So Stevens at first, third baseman Patasco has reached base safely in four consecutive games coming into tonight and digs in righty v. righty with two outs here in the top of the first. Man on first. That's a strike delivery from Easton Walker. The 0-1 forthcoming to Ben Patasco. Portland with that uh, confidence-boosting win at Top 20 Oregon a couple nights ago. They always play Oregon Oregon State really well. You know, obviously being the the smaller school of the three, what would you say, about 100 miles between all three of them in that range? Mm -hmm. And uh, they always, every midweek, give those guys a battle. They played both Oregon and Oregon State previously in the year, lost them both, and then got a measure of revenge winning at the Ducks 6-4. to four. That's outside edge for two strikes. So Easton's getting ahead here in counts. He's 0-2 with two gone here in the top of the first. Yeah, he's got a really good fastball command right now. He is throwing it exactly where he wants to. It's a, it's a good sign to see that early because his last two starts, he had kind of labored through it, didn't have fastball command like he normally does. Stevens takes his lead off first, and that's ripped foul down the first base line. It'll stay 0-2. Talking with Coach Mike Littlewood today in our pregame conversation off the air, talking about when a pitcher gets to 0-2, you look for his wipeout. And he says Easton's the kind of guy that one of his benefits that he can do a bunch of different things, he may not necessarily have a wipeout. Yeah, right? he doesn't have that one wipeout pitch, so you're never quite sure what he's going to go to when he gets to 0-2, 0-2, gone? How about that? For a backwards K, second caught-looking strikeout in the top half of the first. So after a half an inning, it is BYU 0 and Portland 0. No runs, no hits, one BYU error. Cooks come to bat for the first time right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Miller Park, where BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, very proud to sponsor the BYU Baseball team. We head to the bottom of the first, and the first Cougar batter of the night, hitting leadoff for the first time this season. Tuckett will be number 22, Cole Gamble. Yeah, still trying to work out our lineup right now. It's been a, a lot of in and out of the lineup going on this year. Nobody's really just, like, taken over certain jobs. But uh, Colton, a good job of walking, which kind of gives you the idea of, hey, you know what, maybe as a leadoff he could do well. He has walked in uh, – he has, has six walks in his last eight games, and he does lead the team in hit-by-pitches as well. And he still is the Kooks RBI leader. First pitch delivery is strike one from Brett Gillis. Tonight's Portland starter is 1-3 with a 6.00 ERA. But he is a strikeout guy at 1.5 Ks per innings pitched. And eight, only 18 innings pitched. But 1.5 Ks per inning and half a walk per inning are his averages. And that's two quick strikes to number 22, Cole Gamble. BYU starting right fielder, Gamble. And a four for his last 30 rut. Moves up and... See if they can get out of Cole here tonight. And that's a swinging strikeout. So the uh, two pitchers have combined for three strikeouts in five at-bats tonight. Yeah, and he went with uh, two fastballs to get a hit on the outside corner and then a good slider down and in that Cole swung on for strike three. Good sequence there. Cooper Vest 
hitting second, and BYU does go back-to-back-to-back lefties against the righty hurler Gillis. BYU will have five left-handed bats in the lineup. Portland answering with four hitting from the left side. Gillis kicks and fires, and just low for ball one. One gone here, bottom first, 0-0. Cooks put a runner on in the top of the first with an error, but that runner was left-stranded. Fouled back over the canopy. I got so used to hearing the comforting crash of the ball against the roof at Santa Clara last week. You're not going to get that here. Vest digs in with a 1-1. Coming his way, one gone here in the bottom of the first. Mitch McIntyre on deck. That's ripped into right center. Cut off by the center fielder. Vest will dig for two. And slide him with a double. Uh, they were shading him a little bit towards left center, and that ball over second base just gets enough in the gap and a nice hustle double with one out here for Cooper Vest. He knew what he wanted to do. He rounded hard and dug for two and got it. So runner in scoring position with one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Cooper Vest with a double. He went three for eight with a run on an RBI in the weekend series at Santa Clara. As he got some regular action and made the most of it and gets the Cougars cooking here. With a double. Mitch McIntyre, third consecutive left-handed hitter for Coach Mike Littlewood. BYU's batting average leader. Mitch McIntyre hitting 307 coming into tonight. Gillis glances back at Vest. That's high and outside for ball one to Mitch McIntyre. Jersey number six on these sharp white pinstripes. The word Cougars emblazoned in block letters across the chest. The pilots in their road gray pinstripes. The pilot anchor logo. On their left chest. Gillis from the stretch. A look back to Vest. Once and twice. The kick fired delivery, and that's going to be ball two. So 2-0 two and oh to Mitch McIntyre. So something a little interesting here, Greg. Portland does a little bit new school type of signals. The pitcher, Gillis, doesn't look to the catcher for his signals. He looks into the dugout, and he has a wristband, and they're giving him a bunch of numbers, and he's looking at his wristband on his left left hand, like arm sleeve, and that's how he's getting the signals. And that's ripped by McIntyre. Shielding his eyes is the left fielder, Holcroft, who makes the grab to retire McIntyre when that was first hit and the way he was shielding. I wondered if he really did catch it off the bat, but he did and makes the grab for two out here in the bottom of the first. So the uh, the pilots go with the, the quarterback route. Yeah, they do. That's a good play there by Holcraft because I'm telling you that this is the tough time of day to, to, to play left field with the sun in the 6 o'clock game. And uh, I thought for sure he wouldn't be able to see that, but he did a good job of shielding that and has the sunglasses and made that good play running away from him. Talk about wristbands and whatnot. I just saw Holcroft go to the paper in his back pocket. His scouting report on the next hitter, Andrew Pintar. Pintar hitting cleanup and sees strike one delivered with two out here in the bottom of the first. So the 0-1 coming to Pintar, BYU's first right-handed bat of the night. This is just his third game all season, hitting fourth, hitting cleanup. Speed for ball one. One and one with two gone here in the bottom of the first. Pintar had that two-home run game Friday at Santa Clara, albeit in a game the Cougars never really got back in after falling down 11-0. 
Andrew provided all the punch. Yeah, he last was the Friday. one bright spot on that game. Two-run shot and a solo blast. All the RBI in a game the Cougars lost big, and that's ball two. Two and one with two gone here in the bottom of the first. BYU and Portland, game one of their three-game set. Portland coming in six and three in the WCC. BYU five and four after jumping out to a 4-0 start overall. Pilots are one game above 500 at 14 and 13. BYU battling to get back to 500 at 9 and 15. Brett Gillis sees Pintar chop it fouled on the third baseline. Barehanded by Mike Littlewood. Two and two. Two out, bottom one. And the Suns continue to Sun continues to cast a shadow here at Miller Park as dusk approaches and the Shadows creep across the diamond from home plate outward. So home plate, batter's box in shadow, pitcher's mound in sunshine. Brett Gillis with a glance back to Cooper Vest. Remains at second after a one-out double. And that's mm. ripped and just fouled down the third baseline by about five yards. First baseline, beg your pardon, by Pintar. Yeah, good swing right there. Just kind of battling a fastball running away. I thought he was going to sneak that down the line for a double, but just foul. A lot of, it'd be good confidence for this team right now if they could find a two-out hit right here and, and take a one-nothing lead. 2-2 two, two count, two gone. That's going to be ball three. So a full count with two gone here in the bottom of the first and Cooper Vest at second. Close pitch right there. I thought that might have been strike three. But uh, Gillis didn't get the benefit. Pintar did. Andrew laid off and it paid off. The full count. And is that going to bloop into right field? It will. Vest will round third. The first run will score. And holding it first with an RBI single is Andrew Pintar. The Cougs on top, 1-0. Hey, yeah, you know what? Sometimes they're not pretty. And that one wasn't hit very hard, but full count. He got a ball running away from him, and he just put it in play just enough to get over the first baseman's head for a big two-out RBI. Nicely done, nicely done Andrew. So BYU opens on top, 1-0 here in the bottom of the first. Two-out single by Pintar, blooping into right. And Cooper Vest motoring around to score. So Vest's one-out double pays off with a lead run here in the bottom of the first. That'll bring up number 17, the catcher, Joshua Cowden. So BYU is a losing record on the year, but as it turns out, a winning record when Josh was behind the plate. Oh, interesting. Gillis delivers for ball one. The runner at first is Andrew Pintar. With that run-scoring single. I'm the stats guy on our team. I'm the guy that knows all the numbers. And then when I get up here in the booth with you, and you always surprise me with something new that I haven't seen or, or heard before. It's my nightly challenge, oh, Tuckett. Oh, man. one nothing Cougs. It's, it's impressive. It really is. And the uh, fourth left-handed bat in five at-bats for BYU as they face the righty Gillis here tonight. And that's two balls, no strikes, to Joshua Cowden. The right fielder is playing much shallower than most do against Josh. He's got some power to right center and right field. See if you can turn on that yeah. and make him pay a little bit. Mm, that's low for ball three, so pretty much an auto take here. 3-0 with two out here in the bottom of the first, and BYU's already off to a one nothing advantage. Andrew Pintar bringing home Cooper Vest. Pintar's at first. Cowden is in the box. So much for, for taking. He was swinging away. Wow, I didn't see that coming. 
Coach was just saying, you know what? They're going to get a good one here. Be on time. That may be the first 3-0 and we've called that hasn't yep. been a take this season. I think it's the second time all year I've even seen anyone swing, and one of them was like the second game at Texas State. The fire back to first from Gillis. Diving back ahead of the throw is Pintar. So when uh, Portland's opponents score first, as BYU has done here tonight, the Pilots are 3-10. and 10. They're a front-running team. They're 11-3 and three when, they're, when they open up on top, but when they are playing from behind, things tend to get away. We'll see if that's the order of the day today. Taking off is Pintar, as that's lofted to short center field. Center fielder running up, second baseman going back, and he'll make the catch. Second baseman Sukata will haul it in for out number three, where we're through one complete. The Cougars off two hits, get a run. There were no errors. One was left on. After one complete, it is BYU 1, Portland nothing on the, B- on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the second inning here at Miller Park in Provo. BYU gets one at the bottom of the first to lead Portland 1-0. First Portland batter in the top of the second is number 17, Sam Brown, the first baseman. First pitch he sees, he pops up to left field. And the left fielder, Hunter Swap, makes the catch. One out here in the top of the second. You know, a lot of factors go into this. The fact that, well, last year was a shortened COVID season. The fact that BYU plays so many away games to begin any season. But it is crazy that the last 40 games coming into tonight, 35 have been played outside of this venue. That's unbelievable. It really is. Good to be home. One out, top two. Number 22, Jake Sukata, the second baseman who had the last out of the last inning. Hits now for Portland and looks at strike one. So the 0-1 from Easton Walker. Walker working with a 1-0 lead. One out here in the top of the second. That swung on and fouled down the third baseline. So Easton's already been 0-2 on three, maybe three hitters already. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's got his command going. And, and, and Easton works quick. Getting quick foul balls, quick strikes. Love seeing it. Hi to Sukata. And, and, Greg, this is one of those weird years you were just talking about the home games that we have less conference home games because of the odd number. and so Four home series, five away. Yeah, yeah. so we're gonna not, we're, we don't, we don't yeah. have a ton of games this year at home. And from 0-2 to 2-2 is Easton's high on back-to-back deliveries. Jake Sukata just won for his last 12. But he's a good hitter. He's third on the team in batting average, but in a bit of a uh, slump as he comes to Provo. That's swung on in the air to center. A couple steps back is all for Mitch McIntyre. Hauls it in. No trouble there. And two gone here in the top of the second. BYU won and Portland no score. So Easton Walker has uh, gotten two out here in the top of the second. He went ground out, strikeout. Runner reached on an error, then another strikeout to end the inning. And he gets the first two batters out here in the top of the second. Bringing to the plate, left-handed hitting Briley Knight as the Pilots go back-to-back-to-back lefties here in the second. And that's strike one from Easton. Oh, we've seen this guy before play against us in a different uniform. He used to be a Ute. Played center field for Utah two years ago. Center fielder for the Pilots here tonight. And that's a one-hopper. The shortstop Watkins collects and fires to Cooper Vest. Three up, three down in the top of the second. So after an inning and a half, it is BYU one. And Portland, no score, no runs, no hits, no errors. That was a quick one. Cougars hitting the bottom of the second next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
bottom of the second inning at Miller Park in Provo. BYU won. Portland no score. BYU scoring in the bottom of the first. They hit now in the bottom of the second. And leading off the bottom of the second, number 25, the DH, Austin Deming. Deming looks outside. Caught an edge for strike one. Deming last played in a game March 26th. Last started a game March 16th. Yeah, it's been a little bit. He's been struggling and... Uh, had some days off because Peyton Cole was playing well and getting him back in the lineup. Right-handed hitting Deming. They go to strike two. Held back, but it's so two to Deming quickly with none out here in the bottom of the second. BYU leads the all-time series against Portland. 28 wins, 13 losses. Here at home, the record's an outstanding 12-3. and three. Type of the last time the Pilots played here in a minute as that's a swing and a miss, so a three-strike strikeout as Austin Deming is down with a frontwards K. So Portland's here for the first time since 2019. They played a late March series here that year, and they lost, well, they were swept in the series, and BYU outscored Portland 24-3 to yeah, it in was, the three games. It was a crazy, crazy series because Portland came in, and I think that actually opened conference play that year. Um, they came in hot. They were with a winning record. They were, lead, they were like top 25 nationally offensively, and we played so well that weekend. Just shut him down. That's strike one to Hunter Swap, number was, seven hitter, left fielder. It was kind of the weekend for us. It was like, hey, this team is really good. Our, our team is actually better than we thought we were, and then we started to roll, and that's the year that we won the outright conference championship. Yeah, the capper in that series, the last time Portland played here was an 11-1 to BYU win on March 23rd of that year. Hunter Swap swings through, strike two. So the 0-2 with one gone here in the bottom of the second. So Deming was quickly down on strikes, and Hunter Swap is behind Brett Gillis here, 0-2. Hunter making his third consecutive start. He's looking for his first hit of the season. He's 0 for 14. Chopper right to the pitcher, reaching high to snag it. Gillis underhand Ooh. scoops it and barely Ooh, caught him. That's close. It was a little casual on the underhand there, but he, uh, he, went, he went slow to first, and Hunter almost beat him out. But they say it's out at first base, so two gone here. On two at-bats here in the bottom of the second. It goes a 1-3 in your scorebook. The chopper to the pitcher, Gillis. Reached high to grab it and then underhand tossed to first base and barely got Hunter hustling down the line. Brock Watkins, the BYU shortstop, number eight hitter, digs in. Fouls that back to the backstop. 0-1 with two gone here in the bottom of the second. Brock didn't reach base in the Santa Clara series, looking to get back into the kind of groove he was in preceding that series. Had a nice little stretch where he was, I think it was 5 for 13 in the games preceding that last trip. That's two strikes. So both pitchers here being 0 and 2. It seems like to the majority of the hitters they faced. 0 2 with two gone here in the bottom of the second. Jersey number two, Brock Watkins in the box. Cougars one run on two hits. They've committed the lone error in the game. Portland no runs on no hits. They've committed no errors. The 0-2. Brock gets a bat on that. Fouls it down the first baseline beyond the grandstand. Well, Brock was just really getting going in the Texas series. He was starting to really play well. His approach was really well. Right center, hitting line drives, ground balls up the middle. 
Then he got injured and was out for a few series and then came back. He had a really good couple of games and then has been really struggling since. And a swinging strikeout. So two swinging Ks for Brett Gillis here. Brett Gillis in the second inning. And we're through two complete. BYU won. Portland no score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the third. And Easton Walker faces Portland's catcher Hunter Montgomery as the first hitter in the top of the third inning. And Hunter fouls the first pitch back. Hunter Montgomery, the strikeout leader for the Portland Pilots, waves the bat over his right shoulder, and that's quickly 0-2. Man, another 0-2 count from the dealing pitchers here to start this one. Brett Gillis and Easton Walker. Right-hander Walker. Kick fire and high and outside for ball one. One and two with none out here in the top of the third. Easton Walker struck out two of the first four batters he faced. And Brett Gillis struck out two of the last three batters he faced in the bottom of the second. The one-two. Swing and strikeout. That's three Ks for Easton Walker. So both Gillis and Walker with three Ks in the early going here. One out here in the top of the third. Yeah, both pitchers right now just look ultra confident on especially a day where the way batting practice was going for both teams it was like uh, this could be an offensive type day because the ball was flying out of the park but it's interesting how that goes now obviously it's early but uh, both pitchers looking great north wind uh, right center tonight that's a swinging strike from the dh the number nine hitter ty saunders saunders making just his second start of the season and on only eight at bats he struck out five times See, Easton can do here on an 0-1 with one out. And that's strike two. So another 0-2 count. 0-2's been the common count here in the first uh, two innings and change. And this is a guy, like I just said, with five Ks and eight at-bats, Ty Saunders. Yeah, we finally met someone that has less at-bats than one of our starters. (laughs) Hide inside for ball one. One and two with one out here in the top of the third. BYU in Portland. The Cougars look to get two games above 500 in league. Easton Walker. The wind-up and the delivery. That's fouled into the screen above the BYU dugout. Stays one and two. Easton's allowed all of seven earned runs in seven starts. He's a machine. You just know what you're going to get with him. It's hit in the air to left field, starting in, and then going back is Swap, and is able to make the catch. A little dicey there. It's the sun, that sun that you lose at for a split second. He did a really good job because he ran in and then had to retreat and go back, and and normally when that happens, you're not able to have enough speed to make up for it and get the out, but he didn't panic there, and he went back there and still made a really big out number two. Turned one way and then the other and tracked it to his glove for two outs in the top of the third, bringing up the top of the order. Left fielder number four, Jake Holcroft. Holcroft fouls that one back. Haven't seen pitchers get behind the hitters too frequently here tonight. We're in the top of the third of a game. BYU leads 1-0. One run on two hits for the Kooks. Holcroft awaits the 0-1, the kick fire. That's too high and outside for ball one. Holcroft, one of four. 
preseason picks on the All-WCC All-Conference team. Okoft was a freshman All-American in 2020. Hit 484 in the shortened season last year. Strike two, swinging strike for Holcroft. So it's been favorable counts in most at-bats for the pitchers here tonight. One and two with two out here in the top of the third. Ball two, delivery from Easton Walker. Yeah, Easton tried to go up and away to see if he could get a swing and miss there. Uh, put him away right here. It's your ground ball to second and get back in the dugout. A 2-2. Inside for a full count. Easton coming in with a uh, very impressive 1.08 whip. Averaging almost a K per inning. He's got three Ks working into his third inning here. Full count. And that's ripped between first and second into right field on the ground for a single, sharp single to right. So reaching is Jake Holcroft. So a single for Holcroft, and that's the first hit of the night for Portland. The number two hitter, the right fielder, Henry Mensch, will step in. Caught looking in the first. The right-handed hitting Mensch against the right-handed throwing Walker. Holcroft, second base runner for the Pilots, takes his lead at first. They throw back two first, and Cooper Vest swipes at him, but he was well back, was Holcroft. And that's a seven-game hit streak now for Jake Holcroft. Singling here in the third to keep his streak alive. And this is a really young team just like ours. They have a ton of COVID freshmen just like we do out there right now. And that's ripped to right, but right at the right fielder. So a half-liner to Cole Gamble in right, and that'll do it. So uh, one hit, no runs, no errors, and through two and a half, it is BYU 1, Portland no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the third, BYU 1 and Portland no score. Leading off the inning, the number nine hitter, Peyton Cole. And Cole sees a ball one delivery from Brett Gillis. And that's 2-0 and from Gillis to Cole. Strike one, so a 2-1 count coming up to Cole. Cole with the hits in five of his last seven games. Now waits the 2-1. It's at the knees, but inside for 2-2. 2-2 from Gillis. I make it, no, they called it a 3-1, beg your pardon. Yes. Yeah. We've seen that pitch called a strike, so... I see why you thought it was a strike <laughs> as well, because so did I. But the scoreboard and his hands say differently. 3-1 yeah. and one here is the delivery from Brett Gillis. The righty kicks and fires, and that's chopped and fouled off the foot and out into fair territory. The first baseman handles it, but it was a foul. Peyton Cole, jersey number 23, the third baseman for BYU. has also made three pitching appearances this year. Full count. 
None out, bottom three. BYU's up one zip. Hit in the air to left center. Center fielder calls for it and makes the catch. That's Briley Knight, the former Ute. One out here in the bottom of the third, bringing up the top of the order. Cole Gamble will hit. Cole in the first, struck out. Struck out swinging. Brett Gillis averages one and a half strikeouts per inning. And so it was that through two innings, he was right on his average. With the three Ks through two, he pitches now in the bottom of the third. The second batter of the inning is Cole Gamble leading off. Hitting lefty and looking at ball one. And BYU does start lefty, lefty, lefty against the righty Gillis. When you have uh, Peyton Cole leading off that inning, you end up having four in a row. Yeah, true enough, yeah. Yeah, it was Cole, Gamble, Vashton, McIntyre. So he has four straight with the number nine hitter followed by three consecutive lefties. Gillis will touch 90 with his fastball. The 1-1 with one out. Strike two. Yeah, and those are pitches that uh, Coach Pratt and Coach Littlewood want Cole to start swinging at is the down and in fastball. He's such a good low fastball hitter, but he takes a lot of those. He needs to attack more in those situations. The wind-up and a swinging strikeout. It was dropped. Catcher handles and fires to first, and so they get the retirement. So strikeout number four on the night for Brett Gillis and strikeout number two for Cole Gamble. So hitting leadoff, which is a change for him. First time he's hit leadoff all year. He goes swinging K, swinging K in his first two at-bats. Two out now, bottom three. BYU won Portland, no score. And stepping in, Cooper Vest. The third consecutive left-handed bat that Gillis will see in this half inning. Well, Coop got it going in the first inning with the hustle double. Doubled and scored on the bloop single from Andrew Pintar in the first. Got the Cougs off and running in this one. one nothing. The BYU lead with two out here in the bottom of the third. Have a hard shift right here with him. Got the second baseman playing shallow right field. Yeah. And w- there's a big... Massive gap up the yeah, middle. Yeah, up the middle. That's strike delivery, the one and one with two out to Cooper Vest. Which is, it's interesting to me because, you know, he doesn't have a ton of at-bats on the year, but most of his hits this year have been up the middle. And so it's it, when I see that kind of shift, it's like I wonder where they're getting their data from. Hmm. And his double went right into the gap that exists right now. In fact, a lot of that double was Cooper's own doing. He yeah. was really grinding to get that get to second base. Well, that double that he hit was the reason he's in this lineup is that he just plays so hard and with an energy that uh, you want to kind of wear off on the guys. The 2-1. Ball three. Three and one. With two out here in the bottom of the third. Cooper Vest hitting 214 on the year, coming in two tonight. And that's a walk, and the first walk issued for either team. 
Cooper Best will take first base. So he's reached safely in both of his plate appearances. Double and now a base on balls, bringing up the center fielder, number six, Mitch McIntyre, the fourth consecutive left-handed bat that Gillis sees here in the bottom of the third as Tuck notes the number nine hitter, Peyton Cole, goes lefty, then one, two, three at the top of the order. Left-handed bats all as the righty Gillis with a man on first looks into McIntyre. Mitch flied out to left field in the first and hits now in the third. They throw back to first, and Vest dives back safely. That's just so funny how baseball is. Mitch had a he hit it hard down the left field line that Holcroft made an unbelievable play on and doesn't get anything to show for it. But Pintar, you know, gets the jam shot, you know, off the end of the bat, RBI out of it. And that's called strike one with two out here in the bottom of the third. Hmm. Interesting. That ball's a little outside. Yes, yeah, that was my thought. Kept waiting for the ball to pop up there and and he punched the strike for 0-1 with two out. In the bottom of the third, Cougs run run on two hits. It's another outside strike. So the outside edge being given here, the 0-2 and two out here in the bottom of the third with Mitch McIntyre in the box. BYU's hits and average leader. Mitch McIntyre now at 3-0-3 after going 0-1 in the first. Again, back two first, and Cooper Vest dives back. BYU looking for some run generation. Just seven runs in their last four games after 29 in the previous four games. Well, bats cooled off on the weekend despite grinding out a win there. They want to see the hits and runs tally come up to where it was before they left town last time. Yeah, we're starting to get the offense to roll a little bit, and then all of a sudden we hit that four-game skid there of just struggling offensively, trying to find runs. The 0-2. Still await the 0-2 here with two out in the bottom of the third. McIntyre digs in against Gillis. And that's a high and outside pitch on a pitcher's count. The 0-2 goes to ball one, one and two. Not the, not a brilliant sunshine, but a hazy sunshine as we approach dusk here in Provo. But shadows cover roughly a third of the diamond here at Miller Park. Same two teams again tomorrow, 6 o'clock, and then an early game of one o'clock matinee on Saturday. And that's a swing and strikeout. And so 1K in the first, two in the second, and two in the third for Gillis. Gets him out of the inning, and we're through three complete after three innings. It is BYU 1, Portland no score, no runs, no hits. There were no errors. One was left on on a base on balls. This is BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.